You tuned into Talking Business with Beverly, the show designed to provide entrepreneurs with clarity around their overall business through mind, body, and soul. Join our host, Beverly Walthour, as she explores the latest business trends to help you grow your business. Hello, and welcome to Talking Business with Beverly. I am your host and business strategist, Beverly Walthour. And so now I want to thank you for joining us as we support you, the entrepreneur, in getting the clarity needed in order to create time and financial freedom in your business. And so we do this by not only addressing your business needs, but also your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, and relationship needs as well. And now join me in welcoming Shaquita Lee to the show. Hello, Shaquita. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Beverly. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my goodness, you guys. I'm super excited to have Shaquita with us. So you guys, I always tell you, make sure you have paper is something to write with. Shaquita is actually a social media coach. And so anyone that has a business, I don't care if it's brick and mortar, online, offline, it doesn't matter. You want to ensure that your social media presence is there. And not only do you have a social media presence, but that it is effective and impactful. And so I have brought Shaquita on to talk to us all about how to just be able to leverage our social media. But Shaquita, before we actually dive into the conversation, I love to play this game with my guests where I ask them three random questions. So Shaquita, are you game to play the game? Yes. <laughs> okay, the first question. When you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? Crazy as it sounds, I wanted to be a business owner. Ah, so she always mm-hmm. had a little little entrepreneurial bug. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what, is, what type, though? See, look, see, I, I get a little scared sometimes to ask the question because somebody might be a drug dealer. I'm like, oh, hold on, wait a minute, I'm not trying to show. So yeah, I look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. What kind of business did you want? I, you know what? I didn't know. I knew it was going to be in some type of office experience, ah, but I, I didn't cool. I didn't narrow it down on what, but I knew I wanted to be my own boss. Cool. I love it. I love it. I love it. And so um, if you could be any animal, what would you be? I think I would be a cat, little kitten. <laughs> just a little kid, just there, like oh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. And then my final question: um, What are you currently reading? I am reading. You are a badass. Love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Cool. Let's go ahead and dive in because I know my people are like okay, then my social media life is not where it needs to be. So let's go ahead and dive right into this question. So Shaquita, what is a social media coach? So a social media coach is a coach that's going to help you to get your social media life together. That's the basic (laughs) answer. Um, So we help you to evaluate what you're doing currently in business, right? There's a lot Mm -hmm. of people that say that they have a business for everyone. Technically, Mm -hmm. you do not. Your business Mm -hmm. is not for everyone. It's for someone in particular. So we narrow Mm -hmm. down what platforms you actually need to be on mm-hmm. and where your audience is um, located. So mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. think your audience is located on Facebook, are you actually making any money from your audience on <laughs> Facebook? Because your aunt, your uncle, your cousins, they don't count. They're not your audience. They're your support. But they're not, they're not your audience. So 
they're not who you need to be trying to sell to. Yes, you know, you mm-hmm. love their support. If they're going to come out and support you and share your stuff, that's great. But who is your actual audience? So sometimes mm-hmm. we'll go through that where we'll have that conversation with people if they don't know or mm-hmm. if they mention or if they mention, yeah, I'm on, you know, Facebook because that's where everybody told me I should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll go through all of that, um, making sure you have a game plan and letting people know that you have to really put yourself out there because you can't say that you're a business owner, but Mm -hmm. you don't want to accept new friendships from people um, (laughs) and you're trying to send them to your business page. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's just so many things, but we we really narrow down because I really review people's profile um, Mm -hmm. just to see where they are and listen to Mm -hmm. where they're trying to be. and one of the, you know, main issues that we come across is that we're looking for people to connect with us and get mm-hmm. more followers because mm-hmm. sometimes people think followers equate to PayPal blingage, and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that we cover with that. So it could just be really going back and sprucing up profiles, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. if your profile is from your high school picture, which you've been <laughs> on high school for 40 years. Um, and I cover all of that in my audits, you know. I, I do a complete audit. So it's it's everything. It's like accountability. It's um, mm-hmm. an auditor. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's everything that it's supposed to be, the teacher, um, and, you know, being that accountability partner for you, but making okay. sure you're following through. Okay, so Shaquita, you just stepped on all kinds of toes. So we get ready, because oh, no. you said a lot right there. So we're getting ready to peel these layers back, because I love when my guests come in and kind of say it, because when they said they're being mean, but when I bring the experts in, they listen to them. So, mm-hmm. okay, now you said a couple of things. So you said one thing, you know, when you bring in clients, you kind of evaluate the platform that they're on, uh, you know, to see where their audiences are. And you mm-hmm. said something that I, that, you know, kind of raised a, a little flag for me, was, you know, well, someone said I'm supposed to be on Facebook or I'm supposed to be on Instagram. So how, because you, you said, you know, you want to be where your audience is. How do I determine which one of those platforms? Isn't everybody on Facebook? Isn't everyone on, on Instagram? So how do I kind of determine which platform I'm, I'm supposed to be on as an entrepreneur? Well, as an entrepreneur, you should automatically know who your audience is. So once you know mm-hmm. who your audience is, you can determine where they're going to be found. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say, for example, you have authors. Um, you should, authors should have their um, author page or, mm-hmm. and or just a business page on Facebook. That way you can lead people um, to yeah. a particular page to follow up with you, um, mm-hmm. especially if you're publishing any type of book. Besides giving them your email, your mm-hmm. website, give them your social media platform. So Facebook mm-hmm. is a great place to lead people to because you always will have a um, reader who will mm-hmm. have a Facebook page so that they can keep up with you. Okay. So I okay. always determine based on what type of business uh, you mm-hmm. have, which platform is going to work best for you. So yes, as business owners, I believe that every person should have a business page on Facebook, but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that um, your business page on Facebook is going to make money, but it is to keep a, um, a social media profile and to show um, – that you have an active account somewhere. If they can't find you, mm-hmm. if you don't have an email, you at least have a social media platform that they can find you on. Um, people don't have emails. Hold on now. Wait a minute. <laughs> some people have Yahoo. Some people have Yahoo yeah, well, and AOL. 
Yeah, that's my friends so, that alien. I'm like, girl, what you doing? Okay, you're right. You're yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what you did. And I know you. I know you can't deep dive into it all, but can you kind of give mm-hmm. us like a high level of where people hang out and what I mean by that? Some of the statistical data, like who's on Pinterest, who's on Instagram? Because my thing, you know, I always hear the young kids say, "Old people are on are on Facebook." Um, so you know, so if I'm catering to a younger audience, should I be over on Facebook or should I be on Snapchat? Or I see now we have TikTok. Or I'm, like, yeah. so can you give, just give like a high level of who hangs out where on which on which platform? So Facebook is a mix of people. Yes, mm-hmm. old people who hang out on Facebook. <laughs> she said old people. <laughs> oh, yeah, she old, said I, was, okay. I just said somebody told me that. She said it. Uh-huh. No, old people, according to my 21-year-old, is the only people that hang out on Facebook. So all business owners are going to be on Facebook, point blank, period. Um, mm. but, okay. but you mm-hmm. do have um, the younger audience, they're – Main places to be is Instagram, Snapchat, mm-hmm. and TikTok. Okay. Everybody is creating a TikTok account. Um, mm-hmm. Snapchat because it's it's they're trying their best to keep up with what um, Instagram is doing as well and keep the audience. Mm-hmm. So that is a place where they hang out at. But for the most part, they are on Instagram because they want to see the pictures. They want to mm-hmm. see what everybody's doing. And right now, for the younger audience, for them. It means you're doing something if you take a picture and put it on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay. and they can okay. show, showcase that. Um, Pinterest is mostly for creatives, um, mm-hmm. people that like to make items. Um, there are authors on um, Pinterest as well as um, people that have uh, shoe companies. They're on mm-hmm. Pinterest mm-hmm. as well. A lot mm-hmm. of great quotes you can find on Pinterest, and you will mm-hmm. start to see a lot of business owners will have a Pinterest account, but for mm-hmm. the most part, it is just as another platform to be on because okay. they know that there's a, a wider audience on Pinterest that has a variety of things that they like to do. So Pinterest is really for creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter is an acquired taste. <laughs> Twitter is an acquired taste. I've been on Twitter for before I was on Facebook, so I mm-hmm. love Twitter, but everybody doesn't get or understand Twitter. So Twitter mm-hmm. is a mix of audiences, but I will tell you that mostly every business has a Twitter account. Every mm-hmm. big business has a Twitter account because if there's any type of complaints or whatever, mm-hmm. people will contact the, the business through Twitter and send mm-hmm. them a direct message. Mm-hmm. If you ever get... Okay. Um, if you ever get a flight delayed, you can go to the airline's Twitter account, mm-hmm. send them a message, tag them in a message. They'll respond back to you within five minutes oh, wow. and, and ask you to um, send them a message or to open or become their friend so mm-hmm. that they can openly have a conversation with you in the messenger, the oh, messenger part okay. of Twitter. So okay. everybody can use that for that, but... Honestly, when Instagram mm-hmm. goes down or Facebook goes down, everybody goes to Twitter to see if Instagram and Facebook. Gotcha. So let me ask you this with Twitter, because this has always been my impression on Twitter. Twitter appears to be, you know, a place to go for, like, quick information. So Because, first of all, you know, you're limited with the number of characters. But it seems more informational. Is that true, like, more of an informational type of space? It is informational to a certain mm-hmm. extent. Um, okay. 
because for the most part, a lot of the businesses are on Facebook anyway. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if it is information that's on Twitter, it's going to be the exact same information on their Facebook gotcha. account. Okay. Um, but there are people who have gone to Twitter from Facebook that mm-hmm. don't like what Facebook is about, you know, gotcha. the, okay. um, the privacy invasion. So they gotcha. left Facebook and gone to Twitter only. So Okay, okay. And what about LinkedIn? LinkedIn is totally for business owners um, and professionals, but also for people that are looking for jobs. Um, but if you're looking to do business to business um, and business to customer type of deals where you have um, mid to even small business, mm-hmm. small businesses, small, small, medium, large businesses are on LinkedIn. They, have, they feel they need to have that presence as well because somebody told them, <laughs> Mm-hmm, we need mm-hmm. to be on LinkedIn, so they will they will have a business page on LinkedIn, but you will see that business page is not as active as say their Facebook page or what have you because LinkedIn gotcha. is different. The audience on that platform is totally different. The content that you put on Facebook is not welcome on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. and um, and it's not if they don't have any type of dating type of services, they don't have a marketplace, so it's really strictly business. So you're going to mm-hmm. come across a lot of professionals. Okay, okay. And then what about YouTube? Is that, is that considered social media? Is that considered a, a, a more of a search engine? How does YouTube play, you know, play a role in this? YouTube is both. It's social media mm-hmm. and a search engine. Um, a lot of people will go to YouTube when they need to learn how to do something. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of people are creating the content and housing it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, just like with um, Instagram, YouTube will pay will pay you for your content as well. You can get paid mm-hmm. content on YouTube. Um, live streaming option on YouTube as well, which a lot of people are using that because they're building up their clientele through YouTube as well. Because if you can sit up there, host a video, answer questions, people mm-hmm. feel very comfortable with that, and they'll refer people to come to your YouTube channel. Um, and, and make money off of it. So they really do um, put a lot of stock into YouTube, and YouTube is doing a lot of changes to make sure that uh, they accommodate and keep their um, creatives on that platform as well. I love it. I love it. And so she just gave us a rundown on some of the major social media platforms <laughs> and kind of, you know, kind of giving us a feel, uh, a feel of, you know, what works best on those platforms. And so you, do you recommend, am I supposed to be on all of these? Or you said, no, go more toward wherever my audience is. Not what I'm most comfortable with, but where my audience is? Correct. Okay, You're so if I'm not – okay, hold on, Shaquita. Okay. So you mean to tell – okay. Okay, so if I'm targeting these younger people, I can hang out on Facebook if I want to, <laughs> put all my content mm-hmm. over there on Facebook if I want to, but mm-hmm. I may be missing out on some of my target audience if they're hanging out on IG, TikTok, mm-hmm. Snapchat. Is what we're saying. Right. So once again, I can hang out there. Right. I just maybe miss it out. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so yeah. Shaquita, this has been absolutely amazing. And so we're going to continue this conversation right after these messages. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more Talking Business with Beverly. Rachel Christina's Christian coaching firm focuses on women who are looking to solidify their identity, unlock their purpose, and unleash their authority as a kingdom ambassador. The Lifestyle Cleanse program focuses on identifying toxic behaviors and thought processes hindering your growth. 
The program will plant new seeds of truth and promise from the Word of God. To learn more, visit Calendly.com slash I am Rachel. That's Calendly.com. Are you a woman who is ready to reclaim your she power so that you can become more bold, fierce, and free? Kimberly Brown, the Worth Specialist, can help you. My Power of Self program is designed to help individuals do just that. To learn more, visit Calendly.com slash Coach Kimmy B. That's Calendly.com slash Coach Kimmy B. Norma McClatchlin is a certified master coach and the CEO slash founder of Chosen Path Christian Coaching. The Free to Choose Forgiveness documentary has a call for forgiveness stories. If you have a story that will provide hope and freedom for those held in bondage of unforgiveness, we want to hear from you. Email your 10-minute high-quality video of you telling your story to firstladynorma at gmail.com. That's firstladynorma at gmail. Are you ready to become the extraordinary leader who fulfills God's plan and purpose for your life? At J.W. Smith, we offer a transformational virtual five-month Leading on Purpose coaching and development program. We can help you discover your purpose, turbocharge your influence, and enhance your leadership presence. To learn more, visit www.jwsmithassociates.com. That's www.jwsmithassociates.com. Hello and welcome back to Talking Business with Beverly. I am your host and business strategist, Beverly Wathauer. And so before the break, we were having an amazing conversation with Shaquilla Lee, and she's a social media coach. So if you missed the first part, you missed a good one. So she was just talking to us about, as entrepreneurs, just the different social media platforms and which platforms are better suited for us depending upon our audience. So Shaquita, so now that I kind of have like the low down and the skinny when it comes to which social media platform I should be on, for you, you know, what are some of those challenges that your clients are facing before they actually come working with you? Like what's that trigger for them? So for them to say, hey, I need some support, I need some help. So what's been, what's going on with them? Um, for the most part, when people come, it's because they're looking for uh, an increase in their numbers, people that are followers, um, and because they're looking to find out why they're not getting any type of engagement on the platforms or the engagement that they want on the platforms. Uh And then the third thing would be that they just don't understand how or what to do when it comes to social media because they think they might not be on the right platform. Okay. And so, and you mentioned this a little earlier, um, you know, where it's not just looking at the numbers, like that's a vanity type of thing where, you know, okay, I got 100 million followers, but you're saying if it's not translating into revenue, then, you know, having that, it doesn't matter. So mm-hmm. when they come to you and they are like, um, you know, hey, I want to increase my followers, I want to increase my engagement, or if they don't have that engagement, what seems to be the core issue to the lack of engagement uh, from what you've seen with your people? Um, it would be two things. First would be they're not posting enough. Mm-hmm. Mm. They're not posting enough. Um, okay. They may post one day out of the week. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because they just don't have the time or they forgot that mm-hmm. they needed to post mm-hmm. something. Um, and the other thing is that they're not posting any type of engaging content or, mm-hmm. you know, asking anything to either get a conversation started. Hmm. So it's like, hey, okay. look at my new shoes, and that's it. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. You got. I hope. See, I told them they should have paper and pencil. Okay, 
So these two things I want to talk about this for a second. So you said not posting enough. So you know they may they may post once a week. Is there a general rule or how many how often I should post on my social media? It, 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 wait a minute now. I'm supposed to post more than one time a week apparently. Um, so is there a general rule of thumb that I should follow? It's not really a general rule of thumb. It's just based on. Um, based on how often you want to have any type of conversation or engagement with your audience. So mm -hmm. if you're okay with just posting one day a week, but you want your numbers to change, I can tell you right now, it's not going to change. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But I think one of the things is that people don't understand that you have to be consistent in what you're posting. So mm -hmm. if you make a commitment to posting seven days a week and you, for some odd reason, stop posting, seven days a week and you post it down to one day a week and everything starts to change, then your audience is going to lose interest in whatever it was that you were posting before unless mm -hmm. they know you personally and can inbox you. Um, mm. So it, whatever you start with, you should keep up with. But if you're going to mm -hmm. do something differently, um, I would suggest to do both written content and videos. And that okay. will keep your, uh, your audience active and engaged. And if you're going to change something where you're going to not post as actively as you did before and you're going to say, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to do um, my Friday, you know, uh, calls, my Friday mm -hmm. chats on video. You guys make sure you join me on Friday. You know, I'll post during the week, but on Fridays, this is what I'm going to be doing. So make sure you can do that, oh. and then your audience will be looking forward to talking to oh. you on Fridays. Mm -hmm. So they may miss your content during the week, but you know what? Friday, I know she's going to do a video. Let me hop on there. Or mm -hmm. if, if at the time that I'm not available, let me hop on the replay. Then let me put it on my schedule next time she goes live. I can be there to ask all my questions or engage with her. Oh, Good that makes sense. Do it. Yeah. Okay, so that way, you know, if I can be consistent with certain things, certainly try to be mm -hmm. consistent. Okay, that's perfect. Now, Shaquita, this is my next, this is my next question. Okay, so you said, okay, having a schedule, that's fine, you know, but Shaquille, I'm busy. I don't have time to post on all these social media platforms, even if one social media platform seven days a week. How do you support your clients that may not have the time to physically either, you know, open up their phone or hop on a computer to actually to, to put their content out on social media? Well, one of the things we talk about is the free tools that they can use, which is the mm. scheduling tools. Mm -hmm. um, and then actually having a day put aside, that can mm -hmm. be their day that they do their work in their business. So there's mm -hmm. always one day that you put aside to review your post to see what – it should be a day. I'll say that. <laughs> it should be a day that you have put aside to review your post to see how people are engaging or to make sure that you've responded to comments. And that could mm -hmm. be the day that you schedule because these apps are free. You can use them from your computer or your phone. Mm -hmm. um, and pre-schedule your post to go out. So even when you know I'm going to be on vacation this week, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got company coming, you can pre-schedule your stuff, even mm -hmm. your videos, to mm -hmm. go out on your pages when you're not available. So that way you're not driving yourself crazy thinking Friday, oh, my God, I forgot to post, and mm -hmm. I'm not going to be back in front of my computer until Thursday, next Thursday. Mm -hmm. they, they have so many apps that you can do right from your phone, mm -hmm. and that's why you should have a content bank somewhere. If not oh. on your phone, you could have it. But, and there are apps that you can have, like Evernote, where you can have um, – mm -hmm. 
where you can have written stuff and or you can record, and that way you can have notes to know, okay, let me post this this day, let me post that day. But have a day put aside to do your scheduling. Everybody should have that, whether you call it admin day or my scheduling day, but it should be a day put aside for your business. It's the betterment for your business. Wow, I love that. I love that. And so, Shaquita, I hear this word called repurpose. What, what does it mean to repurpose content? What is that all about? Repurposing content, you can, re, you can reuse mm-hmm. your content um, in many different ways. You can have written content that you've taken some parts from a video. Say a person has asked you a question. You can reuse that content into a written post, or you can make it a blog, or you can do a whole nother video, start a video series, but it's content that you've already used and or can repurpose it, recycle it. It's just things that you can be able to put onto your social media platforms at different times, and everybody reuses content. Now, hold on now. Wait a minute. But Shaquita, I just said this quote last week. Won't they remember I said it last week if I said it again this week? Well, don't say it. Don't say it. It's a part now. Quit <laughs> saying, look, you might want to face it out a little bit. Because I tell y'all, y'all got that important. Those people don't remember what you uh, said yesterday, uh, talking about last week. But okay, Shaquita said, space it out a little bit more. <laughs> yes, space it out just a tad bit more. I mean, I use content that I mm-hmm. used early part mm-hmm. of 2018. So I, mm-hmm. you know, and what I do is kind of just change um, the graphic. Mm. and or don't okay. put it on a graphic. With Facebook, they have the background colors, so you can use various background colors. And mm-hmm. honestly, sometimes people don't pay attention mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they're, they're not looking at it. They might say, oh, that sounds familiar, but they might just say, you know what, that's, that's a good word right there. Thank you. I needed that <laughs> reminder. You, you have no idea what people are going through daily, so mm-hmm. when they see mm-hmm. it, it's a great reminder. You know, we got a lot of stuff going on. We don't remember stuff all the time like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so true. And so... You know, what do you say to that person that's like, okay, Shaquita, I don't even know what to post. I don't know what to post online. What are some tips that you have for those people that are struggling with what to, what, with what to post? Um, the tips that I have is look within your business. What is it mm. that you do? Mm-hmm. Because if you know what you do, those are the things that you should be posting about. So if you want someone to work with you, why should they work with you? You don't always mm-hmm. have to um, – you don't always have to, to share things about your business. You should also share things about you just living life. So if mm, you wake up one okay. day and, and uh, you, you got snow outside, take a picture of the snow and you can start a whole conversation just about the snow because then what happens is that whoever responds, and they'll, they'll have a response because most people are not where you are, where they're getting mm-hmm. any snow. Some people haven't seen it ever in their life or experienced it. So you're going to get a variety of comments, and that could be your engaging post for the day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have okay. to be about business, but it's just showing people, oh, my gosh, you know what? I didn't like the snow. Well, you know, how old were you when you first started snow? Did you have snow up to your waist when you had to walk to school before? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. Very get, get the old people with you. Know, had to walk mm-hmm. the snow. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. 
it, it, you can do so many things, and it doesn't always have to be about business because, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I posted this today, you won't, everybody won't wake up and want to buy your product. So there's other mm. things that you can do to engage them because they want to feel comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. So if you talk about other things other than business, they're always going to come back to see what you posted about and engage with you. And then eventually they'll be ready wow. to do business with you. Wow, 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 wow. And so, Shaquita, how did you even get started with, you know, social media and helping others with their social media? Oh, my gosh. So I'm originally <laughs> from Connecticut, and I made the wonderful decision that I was going <laughs> to leave Connecticut. And I didn't want to go to the state where my mom was. And I just didn't want to say where I was, so I decided to go to the middle ground. And Virginia Mm -hmm. was the middle ground for me because I have family in D.C., but not in Virginia. Family Mm -hmm. in North Carolina, but not Mm -hmm. in Virginia. So I decided to move to Virginia not knowing a single soul. And, uh, yeah, and one day I was in the grocery store, and uh, me and my kids, we always did stuff together, barbershop, out to eat every other weekend. So when my youngest tried to hook me up with the bagger, I realized that I needed to get out. <laughs> I realized I needed to get away from the kids. He was like, my oh. mom looks cute. Wouldn't you say? Is it Oh, boom. Go ahead, little man. Go ahead. Hook it up. Hook yeah. it up. Hey, mama, look. Mama, look. Hey, you sure what yeah. I am, mama? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So from there I said, you know what? Let me do a Google search for some sort of networking groups. You know, get on out here. And I look for mm-hmm. I look for um, book clubs. And I found a book club. And then from there, I, I was on meetup.com. So from there, I found other things of interest, mm-hmm. um, professional women, professional business women. And at the time, I didn't have a business. So mm-hmm. I met up with um, a lady for brunch, a couple of ladies for brunch, and, you know, asked everybody what they did. And she said she was a travel agent. I was like, oh, I love to travel. Mm-hmm. And I ended up going to the meeting and becoming a travel agent. And that seemed to be interesting because how am I going to sell travel when I don't know anybody but the man in the grocery store? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to use social media to mm-hmm. put all my events out That's there true. and create mm-hmm. all my accounts on. And when I say I was on every platform, I was on every platform, even Eventbrite, when I was posting mm-hmm. stuff. Oh. So from there, I started um, – once I created my Facebook page, when I would go to the meetings, the young ladies would ask me, how did I create my page? I'm like, well, you just go on Facebook, you create your page. You put the pictures up there, you create your page. They have a business page. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, bewildered at, so you did all this online? I'm like, yeah. So I would spend more time showing them how to set up mm-hmm. their business pages and what they should be posting and how to get the engagement and all of that, that one year, my fourth year, my CPA said, so you're not making any money. Is this your hobby now? I'm like, hmm, Mm. in my travel business, but I was Mm -hmm. teaching and Mm -hmm. and helping Mm -hmm. uplines other team members. So from there, I just went ahead and closed out the travel business and just really started focusing more 
on the coaching since it was what I was already doing. Already doing. Mm-hmm. Unpaid. Mm-hmm. And I yes, did this yes. from my heart. Familiar story for a lot of us. <laughs> yes. yes, ma'am. <laughs> that's, that's how I got started. I just came oh, in wow. and built up my team from social I media. It. I knew no one, and I built a team just through social media. So. I love it. I love it. I love it. And so, Shaquita, you know, tell us one thing that makes what you do different from other social media coaches. I'm like, if I can remember the name of that commercial, I'll tell you the guy on the commercial. But it's something to the effect I'm not only a, I'm not only a client, I'm the president. You know what I'm talking about, Beth? Mm. You know what I'm talking about? So I know. It's a song. I remember the song. But, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, look, 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 look. I don't think that's You might not be talking about the same song, but we just going to keep going. No, I'm talking about Biggie Small. I'm talking about <laughs> yeah, that, 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 I'm like, look, I'm not only quiet, I'm going to say it That's Yeah, okay, I'm back. I'm back. Mm-hmm. You are so funny. Um, but I, when I talk to people about social media coaching, the difference for me is that I've done it. So I'm Mm -hmm. telling you what to Mm -hmm. do because I've actually done it and I'm able to show you how to do it. Um, Whereas a lot of people, um, they come to me with various information that they've gotten from Google Mm -hmm. or someone Mm -hmm. else who does not actually have the experience to be able to say, well, don't do that because if you do this, you're not going to like what what happens. Mm-hmm. My experience is me doing it, me making mistakes, and me showing people what to do to not make, not follow in my footsteps and make those same mistakes, but to actually go differently from the right experience. And I, I know a lot of people, they just, well, I saw on Google that this mm-hmm, is what you do. Mm-hmm. But Google's not right. Google is a search engine, but honestly, anyone can have their stuff go on mm-hmm. Google if yeah. your SEO is correct. So you need to That's know how true. to do it from scratch. You need to know that you're going to put in work, and that's where I'm there to help you with so that we can get to work and you can actually do the work so that you understand. Nothing makes a person feel better when they do their own stuff and they can see the results and they feel mm-hmm. happy about it. Mm-hmm. And that's that the so people true. I coach. They feel happy about the results because they actually did what I said to do. Yes. They were fighting. I don't want to do videos. I don't want to post it. I don't want to go live. Yeah. But after they did it, it's like, it's wow. like my phone is ringing. Okay. Okay. But okay. You might know what you're talking about. You might know what you're talking yeah. about. Little something. So, okay. Yeah. I'm telling you. And I love that because I'm like a, a happy person when I see awesome. them and I'm so excited to go and be in their inbox and just you know, always support them because it's like, do what I say and trust mm-hmm. me, it's going to work out for you if yes. you do what I say. But I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, Shaquita, believe it or not, we are out of time. So, please let my listeners know how they can contact you with your email, your social media, and your website. So, email is Shaquita at slmedia.tv. And my website is ShakitaLeeMedia.com. And my Instagram is Shakita Lee. My Facebook is Shakita Lee Media. My Twitter is Shakita Lee. I, I keep it simple. You'll, if there you go. put in Shakita Lee, you're going to find We're going to find Lee. you. Okay. <laughs> Shakita, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Bev. I appreciate it. You're welcome, and we will have more after these messages. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more Talking Business with Beverly. 
Are you ready to become the extraordinary leader who fulfills God's plan and purpose for your life? At J.W. Smith, we offer a transformational virtual five-month Leading on Purpose coaching and development program. We can help you discover your purpose, turbocharge your influence, and enhance your leadership presence. To learn more, visit www.jwsmithassociates.com. That's www.jwsmithassociates.com. Rachel Christina's Christian coaching firm focuses on women who are looking to solidify their identity, unlock their purpose, and unleash their authority as a kingdom ambassador. The Lifestyle Cleanse program focuses on identifying toxic behaviors and thought processes hindering your growth. The program will plant new seeds of truth and promise from the Word of God. To learn more, visit Calendly.com slash I am Rachel. That's Calendly.com slash I am Rachel. Are you a woman who is ready to reclaim your she power so that you can become more bold, fierce, and free? Kimberly Brown, the Worth Specialist, can help you. My Power of Self program is designed to help individuals do just that. To learn more, visit Calendly.com slash Coach Kimmy B. That's Calendly.com slash Coach Kimmy B. Norma McClatchlin is a certified master coach and the CEO slash founder of Chosen Path Christian Coaching. The Free to Choose Forgiveness documentary has a call for forgiveness stories. If you have a story that will provide hope and freedom for those held in bondage of unforgiveness, we want to hear from you. Email your 10-minute high-quality video of you telling your story to firstladynorma at gmail.com. That's firstladynorma at gmail.com. Hello and welcome back to Talking Business with Beverly. We are now at the portion of the show that I call Beverly's Six Figure Framework Tips of the Day. And so during this part, this is just where I share tips and strategies and resources, uh, the things that I've used to create a six-figure business, the things that I share with my clients as well who have done the same thing. And so this is just a time just to kind of give you some of the how-tos when it comes to your business, especially those of you that are looking to create a financially successful business. And so for this particular um, portion, I'm going to actually do, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk about four steps that you can take for massive results. So four massive steps to create massive results in your business. So once again, specifically, I am a business strategist for Christian female coaches. And so my clients, when they come to me, there's a couple of things that they're struggling with. One, they're struggling with um, that consistency with sales. So, you know, they, they make some money here, so they might have a $5,000 week, and then the next week it may only be $1,000. And so, you know, they're, they're not having that consistency with their revenue. So my goal is to help them, you know, create this consistency so that they know every month they're going to make a minimum of X. So whatever their X is, you know, they make that minimum. And so, you know, I, I even have these programs where it's, it's called a revenue accelerator program. So we collapse or we condense what they do in a year so what they would make annually. We collapse it down into them actually doing it in 90 days. So once again, taking what they would do in a year and collapsing that down to 90 days. But in order for them to get those types of results, in such a short period of time. So those of you, if you're familiar with the book, The 12-Week Year, it's very similar as far as the concept to that. The only difference is, you know, with the 12-week year, you know, it's a book and you don't have the accountability. So I take some, uh, you know, my experiences and once again, we collapse their revenue goal down from once again, something that they do annually into uh, them doing that and creating that type of revenue in 90 days. 
but I always tell them in order for you to get those types of results, I say, hey, there's four massive steps you have to take to get these massive types of results. And so this is what we're going to, to chat a little bit about. And so one thing, you know, to get those types of results as an entrepreneur, you know, I always say have a massive income goal, income goal, income goal. And so that's what we do so as a group, you know, we journey through this process. So they have this massive income goal. So the same thing for you, you know, think about something and, you know, in a 90-day period, challenge yourself. So instead of, um, you know, saying that, hey, I want to hit $100,000 in, in, in a year, in 12 months, what would you do? in order to take that from uh, 365 days down to 90 days. What would you have to do different? You know, how would you have to show up differently? What would you have to think differently in order to do that? So, you know, just having a massive income goal. And so I always share my experiences. You know, it's something absolutely amazing when you see someone generate $100,000 in a week. You know, for some people, it's like, wait a minute, ah, that's my annual, and then you collapse it down into a week. Um, and so, you know, that type of thing, I, um, one of my former coaches, the same thing, like she generated between $300,000 and $400,000 in a month. So, you know, when you see that type of thing, it is certainly possible. And so I always tell my people, you know, if you want those massive steps or those massive results, they're massive steps you have to take. And so one of them, you know, when we get into this type of space, I say, hey, let's go ahead and create a massive income goal. And so that's what they do. And so in order for them to to do that, that means that they have to have things in place to help them to generate such a massive amount of money in a shorter period of time. So I challenge you, you know, if you want massive results, results, then let's take these massive steps. So, you know, go ahead and collapse what you would do in a year. Take some, uh, the amount of revenue that you would make in a year and collapse it or condense it down to three months. And watch how, what changes with you. Watch how you change. Watch how you show up. It looks so different. And then I say, you know, make that declaration. So that's the first massive step. You know, have a massive income goal. That second massive step, you know, decide that you're going to make massive impact. You're going to have a massive impact. And so as entrepreneurs, our goal is to solve a problem. So now you shift it into that problem-solving mode. So you're asking yourself, you know, what can I do? What type of value can I offer? What can I do to really impact my people? What can I do to really shift things for my people so that they are able, so that I show up in such a way where they know and understand that I'm able to help support them, that they know and understand that I am able to help them get the results that they're desiring. And so once again, when you embody that, type of person and you realize that you do have the the things in place, you do have the knowledge to help shift not only your life but other people's lives as well, then you do. You show up because my people, when they come to me, their goal, they want to have an impact. And so now it's like, okay, what can I do to impact a group of people in 90 days, once again, versus a, a full year? And so their mind starts to churn and they start to say, you know what? This is something that I can really do. Like I, I really and truly believe 1,000% that I can help make a difference in someone's life. And so they do. They show up in such a different and powerful and mighty way because they desire to have that massive impact. So go ahead and decide that you're going to have a massive impact. So my people, when, when we're working together, the, the areas that they usually select when it comes to creating that massive impact, they know that they can do it through their coaching. They can do it through consulting, and they can do it through speaking. So those are the areas that they kind of narrow it down and say, hey, I want to have an impact in these areas. And so they impact it, and they use those three areas to create that massive impact. 
So that's the second massive step to take in order for you to create massive results in your business. The third step that you want to take, the third massive step that you want to take uh, is massive action. Like you have to decide daily, and this is the thing, it is a daily decision for you. So you decide on a daily basis that I'm going to take massive action every single day. And so my people know me, I say this all the time, you know, if you don't hear no on a daily basis, I question what you're doing as an entrepreneur. <laughs> If you're not ignored on a daily basis, I question what you're doing as an entrepreneur. So that's what I mean when I say take massive action. So if every single day you're doing something in your business that's either going to start the, someone in the sales process or you're going to actually close a sale in that day. So every single day. So what action are you taking on a daily basis to start the sales process with someone or to close a sale? So that's what I mean when I say massive action and you're doing stuff on a daily basis. So whether or not it's you picking up the phone and making calls, you know, whether or not it's you attending events or you showing up on social media, you know, whatever it is and having conversations because it all boils down to having conversations. So what are you doing on a daily basis when it comes to you taking massive action to once again start these conversations, generate these conversations, and then those conversations leading to Sales. So once again, taking that massive action, um, and when I tell you it causes you to, to get uncomfortable, it causes you to really question and wonder, like, okay, okay, is this real? Yes, 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 just do it daily. Um, you know, I'm such a firm believer in getting uncomfortable. And, you know, I'm always reminded of scripture, of, you know, with Jesus and Peter. And Peter, it was like, you know, the dogs, 12 of them, they were on the boat. And it was like Jesus walking on water. And Peter had to get out of the boat. And so Jesus said, come. Peter went. And so once again, literally walking on the water. And so, you know, as long as he kept himself focused, so he had a focused goal, you know, he was good. He was walking toward Jesus. But when he started to look around, the same thing, when I tell my people to take massive action, and they start looking at, oh, man, this person told me no, or this person ignored me, they start looking at what's going on, and that's when they start to sink. That's when they want to give up because they're taking their eyes off the prize and they started looking at what was going on around them versus their goal. So that massive action, I'm telling you, is always so much amazing. You know, it's so amazing when you get to the other side, but in order for you to get there, you have to remain laser focused. So that, and then the fourth step, massive step that you want, that you need to take if you want to get massive results is massive accountability. And this is the part where sometimes I get a lot of pushback. Like, I'm grown, I'm grown, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. But you doing it your way has gotten you to the point that you're at now. And so if you want that next level type of support, then you have to shift into that. And so I always say, once again, it's nothing like being in the room with people who are closing these massive sales because it does something to you. It's, it's, it causes you to kind of sit up straight with them. What's going on? What are they doing? What's going on? You know, I want some of that type of thing. And so, you know, it's that massive type of accountability. So even with my clients, when we do this, you know, revenue accelerator type thing, where once again, we're collapsing what they do in a year and we're collapsing that down to 90 days, it looks so different as far as the level of accountability. So there are things that they have to do with themselves where they have to check in with themselves on a daily 
basis, things that they have to do daily and check in. And then there are weekly things they have to do with myself as the coach and then the other people that are participating in the program because it's not just about you. Being an entrepreneur is not just about you. There are other people that are attached to what you're doing. And so when you're part of a support system and you guys all have a common goal, then once again, you show up differently and you're not just showing up for yourself and your clients, but also those other people that are attached to you in that situation. So with that massive type of accountability, because a lot of people, they're not used to that. They are not used to checking in. They're not used to people checking in on them. They're not used to asking or answering questions, you know, especially when it comes to, well, hey, why didn't that work? Like actually allowing for them to do that self-reflection. Usually when we self-reflect, it's just us. Like we answer our questions or we don't. But now you're being held accountable, and now there are questions that you're asking and answered in front of others to really get you to evaluate, you know, what you're doing. So those types of things, it's just absolutely amazing. And, um, you know, that type of thing, but I'm telling you, you taking those four massive steps. So once again, setting a massive income goal, once again, determining that you're going to have massive impact taking massive action and having massive accountability, those types of things will result in you receiving and getting massive results in your business. So like I said, for instance, with my people, we collapse what they do in a year, we collapse it down to 90 days. So once again, to get that type of result, there's those massive steps that they have to take. But when they do, they come out such a completely different person on the other side. So that is what I have for you today for my six-figure framework tip of the day. Once again, I am Beverly Wathauer. I am a business strategist. And so you can find me online at www.beverlywathauer.com. Or you can email me at beverly at beverlywathauer.com. Or you can find me on all social media platforms at you guessed it, www. or sorry, all uh, social media platforms at Beverly Walk Hour. So thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, take care. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Business with Beverly. Join us again 